Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops, and welcome to my show once again. Journey into an Unknown World has been going for a very long time. In fact, I've talked about so many different things that I have decided to begin doing webinars. What I'm going to do is take each topic that I have talked about on Web Talk Radio throughout Journey into an Unknown World. And the beauty of this is that with technology the way it is today, I can easily offer you a one-hour workshop online. We're going to call it webinars or seminars, not sure yet, but whatever it is, I'm going to take one hour of my time and share that time with you. So if you've been downloading my shows and you've been listening to them and learning a lot, you might want to go to my website, which is sumaricenter.com. It's written below on Web Talk Radio, but I'll spell it for you. S for sugar, U, M for mother, A, R, I, S for sugar again, C, E, N, T, E, R, dot com. I'd like you to go there, if you've been listening to this show, and put in your email address, your name, and the topics you're interested in, so that we don't waste our time or your time sending you information you're not interested in. The beauty about this technology is that I'm able to speak to many people at once, and so I'm only charging 35 American dollars per hour. So you would come online and you would uh, go to my Sumari Center, put your name there, and then when I know the topic that I'm doing and you're interested in that topic, I will send you an email that says, please go to PayPal and pay me $35. And then when that's done, we will send you a number or a key letter or something that will allow you to enter the webinar and hear me talking and answering your questions. It will be very important that I teach you how to think for yourself, feel for yourself, believe in yourself, trust yourself, and do all the things that you need to do for you first before thinking about everyone else. So let me just premise this show, which I am calling Deportment. I want to bring you to an awareness that from the moment you're born, life is about you. Everyone is looking down at you. Everyone is saying, Coochie-coo, you're so beautiful. You're the absolute apple of my eye from mommy and daddy and granny and grandpas and so on. And so what I want you to be aware of is that you were trained to believe the many things that you think. And a lot of those things that you think about are not actually your real truth. Where is your real truth? It lies encoded within your body on a cellular level. Your brain is sending impulse thoughts all the time along your neural system to help you to believe in moving, standing, walking, jumping, running. You don't give it a second thought. 
you take it for granted that you know how to do it until you fall and hurt yourself. Then you start to say, oh, I'm scared, I might fall again. And I particularly see this with the elderly. And especially as my father is a 100 years old now, I was with him this year and I actually saw him nearly fall and the next thing I know he's almost crawling around the furniture holding on for dear life to everything in sight and I had to say to him dad you have to remember deportment and immediately he stood up erect and then I said to him remember being in the army and he said yes I said, okay, how did you march? And he immediately demonstrated up and down the hall, left, right, left, right, with his head held high and, of course, no fear of falling. My point of this example is that I have to go back in time to my own life when I was a small child. Being born during World War II with two bombs going on that nearly killed me, going off, I should say, not on, the bottom line was we learned very much during the war to show the stiff upper lip, as it was said. In other words, be brave, stand tall, stand erect, look like you're important, even if you're not, and behave in such a way that you have good manners, good behavior. And one of the things that was told me all the time was, that if you are a lady, you will be seen as someone who projects outwardly that strength and power to share it with many other people who are feeling weak, lost and miserable. So you can imagine I took that to heart, being that I came from, in quotes, good stock in those days. It was important to keep up appearances. And many of these terms were used a great deal during the 50s, 60s, 70s, even up to the 90s, the early 90s. People were still saying, I come from good stock. When I came to America and uh, everyone saw I was British, they immediately said, oh, I have British ancestry. It seemed to be important to belong to a country elsewhere, in spite of the fact that America is to the rest of the world leading in terms of the American dream. So what does all this have to do with deportment? Well, let me be very anatomical for a minute and say, without having a skeletal system, your skeleton, in other words, would not be there. What would happen? You would collapse. Your muscles would have nothing to hold on to. You'd be like a jello. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere. You wouldn't be able to go out and about. And you certainly wouldn't be able to follow your brain's impulses, however many you had, to be able to do what you want to do. Unfortunately, ALS shows us that lesson. Sometimes when the brain gets shall we say, bunged up with axioms and uh, the she's get destroyed on the nervous system, then the messages cannot run throughout the brain and obviously then on down throughout the body. So given time, the atrophy of the muscles in the body is very obvious. And ultimately, unfortunately, with this terrible disease, what we actually find eventually is that they can hardly breathe and 
it's time to pass over. So why do these people get this awful disease? Quite honestly, I see them as a model of what we don't want to do to ourselves. I see them as a model showing us the ultimate thing that can happen when we allow ourselves to think of fear, pain, anger and guilt relative to all the things that we were taught to believe during our early childhood. So going back to my early childhood, I was given a book, a thick book with a hard cover. I thought at first that the teacher wanted me to read it. I turned it over and found it was the collection of Shakespeare's plays. And so I immediately opened it and the teacher snapped at me, what are you doing? Put it on your head. <laughs> of course, I thought she was a bit crazy until I realized that she was about to teach me deportment. So I put the book on my head and having done some dancing and stuff, I kind of knew already that I needed to be straight, so I stood up straight. And for the next quarter of an hour, she had me walking around the room with this book on my head. Of course, it fell off a couple of times. But by the time I'd walked around that room with that book on my head for that 15 minutes, I started to realize that as young as I was, about nine years old, I was starting to get muscle ache something that I didn't often get. What I used to get was what we called growing pains in those days, which was mostly around my knees and legs because I was always running and jumping. And, of course, in those days, I didn't think about what nerve was connecting to what muscle. I was just constantly allowing myself to be active. I liked it. I wanted to be active. And here I was being disciplined to behave. Why was I being disciplined to behave? Why couldn't I run and jump and play and skip and hop and do whatever I wanted to do? Why did I suddenly have to be this unique child who was going to sit when told to sit, stand when told to stand, walk tall when told to walk, and definitely to mind my P's and Q's when speaking? Well, it was years later that I began to realize that, in fact, the people around me were training me to tap into my soul structure coding. I wrote a book called The Rejection Syndrome, which you might like to buy. You can get it as an ebook too, or you can get it from Amazon. In The Rejection Syndrome, I explain how before we're born, we come into embodiment with a coding that will develop with us as we mature into being able to understand who we are, why we're here on this planet, and what we actually want to do. This coding gives us a goal. It gives us an ambition. It gives us direction and purpose. It also gives us an understanding entwined with our parents' coding so that we can understand or maybe not understand and be in controversy in some way so that we can learn to think for ourselves. So here on that level, I want to come back to my upbringing and say I definitely was involved with parents who did not agree with one another. So there were lots of arguments. And of course, being the eldest, there were lots of times that I took the brunt of whatever was going on. Now, I'm not complaining 
because I see looking back over those years that that made me stronger. It made me think, why are these people believing and talking and saying and doing whatever they were doing, causing controversy affecting me? Why do I have to live in an unhappy family environment? Yes, I wanted to run away. Yes, I wanted to go somewhere where nobody would know me. But the ultimate thing was I couldn't. Where could a nine-year-old go? So I just ran outside the front, hid under the wall where my mother couldn't see me and let her call and call. Did I feel guilty? Not really. Uh, did I feel miserable? Oh, yes. And did I really want to go back into the apartment where they were arguing? Not at all. So I stayed outside under that wall for probably four or five hours. My mother, I knew, was probably worrying to death. Where the hell had I gone? Excuse my language, but that's the way she talked. And uh, on top of that, it was very much about the threat of dad. What was dad going to do? Was I going to get lashed? Was I going to get pulled around and told that I was misbehaving and I needed a punishment? Well, I finally went home. And when I went in, both my parents just looked at me and said, Where have you been? We've been worried sick. And then a tear ran down my father's eye, and my mother smiled sweetly and said, I suppose you're hungry. And then it was as though nothing had ever happened. But for me, a lot had happened. I'd been crying a lot that day. Whatever I was crying about today, now I'm 74, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea what I was crying about. All I know is I couldn't be me. What was to follow was to learn to integrate the things that I thought were right for me and eliminate the things that I thought absolutely didn't fit in with my personality and character. Of course, it was years later before I absolutely learned from my spirit guides about the soul coding and the messages that we bring from the oneness. I learned about my past lives that were encoded into this life. Some of those lives were making me so strong in the face of adversities because in lives before, I'd faced adversity, so I knew how to handle it. And instinctively, I started to know how to talk to people how to share with them the things that I believed. And who were they? Why, my school friends, of course. And who were those school friends? The ones that were bullied. Yes, I was bullied, they were bullied. We congregated together in the areas of the um, playground or behind the school toilets or wherever we could and just chat about things that was important to us. Meanwhile, the bullies, all they wanted to do was poke and prod us and tell us that we were silly little girls and not worth anything. And it was at that time that I started to remember those lessons on deportment. It was something inside me, now that I was 11, that I could stand tall, strong, bold, powerful. And as I did that, I began to become aware, having done biology by now, that my bones had to be in the right position. Now, before that, I'd run and hop and jump, and maybe I'd feel a little click here and there, and I wouldn't know what it was, probably a twisted muscle or something, I thought. 
But as I got older and older still and got more into anatomy and physiology, I began to realize that my spine was not aligned. And it wasn't long before I was around 30 that my neck, my bones, my body, everything everywhere ached. I was going through a lot of trauma at the time. And somebody said to me, you should go and see a chiropractor. I'd never heard of a chiropractor. I didn't even know what a chiropractor did. In England, we didn't have chiropractors. We had osteopaths. And to my mind, having had a grandfather that was an osteopath, that was someone who did the massage and manipulation by bending and pushing your body backwards and forwards and up and down and round and about and working on the muscles to make you feel better. So I wasn't in a rush to go, but I was in so much pain in England that I decided to go and I found the right person. Of course, you know, spirit always gives us the right person when we need it. I went in. He was an elderly gentleman. He looked all around my body very, very carefully, made me stand in certain positions, made me bend and stretch and twist and turn while he stood there going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, now do this, do that. And I felt like I was in my deportment class again, being told, you know, stand straight, stand tall. When you bend forward, don't let your belly hang out. And when you pull your muscles in, in your belly, then you're going to support the muscles at the back and so on. So here I was trying to do everything perfectly. And he suddenly said, no, no, relax. Just let all your flab go. (laughs) Flab, I thought, I'm skinny. But anyway, I tried to relax. And sure enough, he said, that's better. Now I can see. And then he had me lay on his table And bit by bit, he realigned my entire body, my toes. Yes, even my toenails seemed to be pushed. He aligned my tarsals. He did the same with my hands. He aligned my metatarsals. He aligned my ankle bones. He aligned my wrists. And I thought, well, that's strange. It's my neck that's bothering me. And finally, he then came up to my knees. He checked my knees and my elbows. And I thought... Well, that seems funny. They're not bothering me. But I didn't say anything. And slowly he worked towards my shoulders and my hips. And as he did, he was looking at how parallel they were. Because finally I said to him, what are you doing? I'd like to learn what you're doing. He said, I'm getting all the bones, the lower bones, in position so that when we put the middle part, your body, back into position, you will actually stay in alignment. I thought, oh, this is good. I'm learning a new lesson. Here I am, 35, and I'm learning something new. So as he moved my shoulder blades, as he moved my clavicles, as he moved every part of my hips back into alignment, I could feel this whoosh of energy. And in that moment, I knew that my nervous system was finally free to receive something from my brain because I could feel this energy moving across my brain from left to right backwards and forwards and I told him so and he said good that means you're now allowing the energy to flow up and down your spine and he proceeded to tell me that my lumbar bones have been out my thoracic bones have been out and that my neck bones were definitely out so what was left was my neck and that was the final thing that he aligned And I stood up off that table 
and I felt like a new person. I felt energy charging me. I felt like I could go back to all my troubles, trials and tribulations and handle them. I thanked him very much and he said, oh, wait a minute, I'm not done with you. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, we have to massage you. And then he got out an electrical stimulant muscle massager uh, of the day and um, proceeded to rub my whole body. Now I was tingling everywhere. My whole body was resonating. And I suddenly felt like I wanted to sing. And at that point, because I've always sung, I sing opera and all sorts of songs and shows and stuff, I, I wanted to sing The Heels Are Alive with the Sound of Music. And as I felt that thought, I thought to myself, I want to be free. Because that was the essence I got from Maria when she comes out in the beginning of that movie, out there in the country, nobody around, and she's singing The Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Music. I felt like that. I felt like I could bring that energy of out there in the country right into my heart right now. So I thanked him very much, and he said to me, you need to come back for another appointment. I said, but why? I feel so wonderful. He said, well, your history is going to get in the way. You're going to go home. You're going to think all your old thoughts, and your body is going to go back to its original pattern. Pattern, I said. Well, I went home. I did make an appointment, by the way. I went home, and I sat with my spirit guides and meditated, and I said pattern what does he mean so they began to explain to me what was the beginning of a very long journey in which I went on to create crystal acupuncture and its derivatives and pterogram therapy and its derivatives and eventually trinity stone healing all of these kits you can get from me by going to my website www.sumaricenter com that I gave you earlier. You cannot buy these kits anywhere else in the world. I have the serial marks for these therapies, but they are so simple you can heal yourself and you can help yourself to realign with the help of a chiropractor and stay centered. So at this point, my spirit guide said to me, you need to meditate with stones. Now, I'd already been using stones for years on all my patients and clients in England, so it wasn't new to me. So I immediately went to all my stones and I started to work on them. And as I did, I started to realize that many of the thoughts that my mother had given me, for example, she was stressed and she'd say, oh, I wish I was dead. She didn't really wish she was dead. She was just a way of saying it. But then I realized my, her mother used to say that too. And then I realized I say that sometimes when I'm really stressed. And that was the beginning of my looking at repeated repetition, in other words, of things I'd heard from people outside of me and taking them in as an expression for me to use. There were many proverbs, there were many hearsaying sayings, there was many gossips, there was most importantly many people's points of views and things that I was to begin to wade through over the years to get my body to be free of all the learning 
that I had taken in during my learning years and believed to be gospel for me because it seemed at the time to suit me, yet it hadn't really suited me at all. All it had done had taught me what not to think, what not to do, what to not believe. So once I started this chiropractic treatment, I went back to the same man several times and each time he manipulated me, sure enough, something had gone out and he put it back. And every time I went home, I meditated that night on the part that had gone out of alignment and released hearsay, thoughts, my own thoughts, thoughts of other people, ideas such as, I can't, I won't, I shan't, it's not, it may be, it may be not, and so on. You get the idea. And all those excuses that come with those thoughts, and every time, layer upon layer of energy was released for me. And slowly I began to understand what that doctor meant about patterning. Cellular neuromuscular memory was the ultimate term that I came up with with the help of my spirit guides. And I actually wrote it in my books. Now, the books that I have, you're interested in crystal work. The first one you'd probably want to read is Breakthrough Therapies. Crystal Acupuncture and Terragram Therapy. In there, I cover all the do's and don'ts about how we think and feel and absorb other people's ideas and accept them as our own. And then, if you're suffering with something, you might want to get the second book, its twin, which is the book of Crystal Acupuncture and Terragram Therapy Diagrams. So whether you've got something simple like an earache or you've got cancer or Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, it's all in there. How to treat yourself and deprogram yourself of the patterning that you have created in your body since your early childhood. Now, here's another analogy. Let's talk about a snowflake. If you could take one snowflake and keep it frozen and put it under a microscope, you're going to see its pattern. And if you took another one and another one and another one and so on, you would never find an identical snowflake. They're all different because of the way the ice water ice freezes. Well, it's the same with us as human beings. We have our own brain and we have our own way of responding relative to that soul coding that I was talking about that comes into your body when you are born. And so that soul structure coding has its pattern and it works through your brain, through your mind, into every part of your body. It's working on how your liver works, your kidneys work, it's working on your gallstones or your gallbladder, or whatever it is that's wrong with you. It's working on your lungs if you've got muck in there. It's working on your digestive system if that's not working very well. It's constantly trying to say to you, look, you're not in the right pattern. You're in the wrong pattern. Your body is not in deportment. You're bent over. You're out of alignment. You're not working properly and you're not thinking properly and you're not reprogramming and you're not giving yourself what you truly want. So here's my point to say why I'm going to be doing these webinars. 
with each one, what I want to do is to help you see how to change your pattern. Now, whether we're talking about money or whether we're talking about your health or whether we're talking about the paranormal, your spirit, the astral, whatever it is we'll be talking about, in that one hour, I will have you doing something with writing. Why? Because the eyes see and the eyes then take that image back into the brain and the brain processes it. What was I doing? How was I standing? What was I hearing? Who was looking? How was I feeling emotionally? And what was my sensory perception of touch at that time? And all of that is stored in the subconscious and correlated with every other time you've stood in that position, been under stress for something very similar but not the same. And so eventually you have a store of memories that are all negative. And those negative memories cause your body to go out of alignment. And without any awareness about that, you then focus on the pain, the frustration, the anger, and so on and so forth. Completely missing your spirit self that's saying, hey, stop and think about this. Why did you get involved with this person? Why did you let this happen? What did you learn? What didn't you learn? What's coming down now again? It's in repetition because you've seen it over and over again. Have you not come to a point yet where you realize, hey, this is not doing me any good. I'm getting mentally deranged. I'm getting depressed. I'm getting miserable. I don't know what to do next. So my idea of doing these webinars, seminars, is to give you answers by getting you to write down and see, and then your brain will go, aha, that's not just stuff going round and round in circles in my brain. This is reality. This is something I'm seeing and touching. Also, you'll be listening to me. So as you hear my words, you'll be saying, I've been thinking that before. Why didn't I think about it now? Why? Oh, I'm hearing it now. I've got to change this. I want to alter this. I want to be different. And of course, touching, writing, holding things in your environment is going to also link you into your history. So I expect to have a lot of success with all of these shows turned into webinars. So what will happen if you haven't already downloaded all my shows from Web Talk Radio via iTunes? There are over a hundred of them, so we've got lots to teach you. If you haven't done that, you might want to do that. But don't worry if you don't, because I will be telling you when I send out an email to you, I'm picking this particular show. I want you to go and listen to it. And then I want you to come on to the webinar for $35 for an hour with me. Now, where could you get anyone offering you a webinar for $35 for one hour to be working with me? You see, I'm not about getting you to make me millions of dollars. I'm about teaching you.
and I want to help you. No matter which country you're in, wherever you are, I will help you around the world. So go to my website, sumaricenter.com, and put in your name and your email and what you're interested in. If it's weight, psychic stuff, if you're having paranormal stuff, you don't know what to do with it. If you're trying to change your job and you don't know why you can't, there's just so many things that can be going on with each individual around the world. And so please do go to Samara Center and fill in your information so that we can get back to you and let you know when we start the webinars. And of course, there are a hundred of them. And if you stick with me, yes, over a period of time, a few years, you're going to be spending quite a bit of money. But think what you're going to be like at the end of that period of time. You'll have your game going. You'll be on the ball. You'll be how you want to be. You'll be strong and healthy. So on that note, I'm saying thank you for listening to me. And I will be very, very happy to meet you voice to voice, face to face, however we do it and help you as best I can. So you take care now until we meet again on Web Talk Radio. Bye-bye.